Hello, and welcome to another edition of Torah and Tequila with me, Rabbi Gadi Levi, as we venture into some insights with regards to Torah living and how to bring them into our own life. Hello, everyone. Today, I wanted to focus on a bit of a different subject, and that is the Jewish year and how the Jewish year works. So, this concept of the Jewish year was actually introduced at the time of Exodus. It's actually known as the first mitzvah that was given to the Jewish nation. While they were still in Egypt, God told Moshe, God told Moses, this month shall be for you a new month. And essentially, the Jewish calendar does not work solely around the solar calendar, but it actually works around, and nor does it work like the Gregorian calendar, nor does it solely work around the lunar calendar, like the Muslim religion, but it works with a bit of a combination of both. How does this work? So, the first thing that's most important to know is that the Jewish festivals, they fall out on specific dates in the Hebrew calendar. So, for example, Passover, Pesach, will fall out on the 15th of the month of Nisan. Nisan. That's when Passover will fall out. Sukkot has to fall out on the 15th of the month of Tishrei. Oh, it's actually, yeah, the 15th of the month of Tishrei. Now, so technically, one would need these um, these dates to fall out. They, technically, they could fall out on any day of the year. However, the Torah tells us very specifically that the month of Nisan, the month that the Exodus happened, it was in the month of spring. And God says, guard for you the month of spring, Shamor et Chodesh Aviv, because during this month, you came out of Egypt, which means that in the month, the, the time of spring was the time that the Jewish nation left Egypt. And therefore, Passover needs to be celebrated in spring. And similarly, the Torah also tells us that the festival of Sukkot needs to be celebrated during the time of gathering of harvest, at the time of ripening of harvest, which is going to be at the autumn. In truth, uh, Pesach and Sukkot are six months apart. Okay, yet the Jewish months are actually defined by the lunar calendar. So although the festivals are celebrated by the solar calendar, meaning the spring and the autumn follow the sun, right? Our seasons follow the sun. The lunar calendar is going to be shorter than the solar calendar. So if one follows the months by the moon, then one will be short about 10 days, 21 hours, and a bunch of minutes. Shorter than the solar calendar. So in order to facilitate the festival of Passover falling out in the time of spring, if one were to follow the lunar calendar, you would be short. And the Passover would fall would not necessarily fall out in spring, but it would fall out closer to winter. So in order to facilitate Passover falling out in spring, the sages instituted what is called a leap year. And our leap year is an addition 
month, an additional month that is sometimes added, an additional 29 or 30 days that are sometimes added in specific times in order for our festivals to fall out in the correct time. So the way it worked originally at the time of the, the Beit Din, when we had a high court at the time of the temple, and even slightly after the temple, what happened was when, a, when two witnesses would see the new moon, the beginning of the new moon, which would be the first sliver of the new moon, they would go down to Jerusalem and give testimony and say, we saw the new moon last night. Then this, um, the, the high court would establish that being the new moon, that would be the new month, and they would say, today is Rosh Chodesh, today is the first of the month, and instead of the previous month having 30 days, it would have 29 days, and day 30 would actually be the first of the next month. Uh, due to the, um, and then when when the Jewish nation, when we'd head towards Passover, so the sages would, would evaluate, where are we standing with regards to our seasons? Are we hitting spring yet when Passover is coming? If spring has not yet come, then what they would do is would add a new month into the year prior to the festival of Passover, which would be an Adar, an extra Adar, a new month of Adar, which is the month prior to Passover. Um, after the destruction of the temple, and then once the our sages realized that we would be heading into a long historical exile, where we would not have the ability of establishing the the months through the high court, the great sage Hillel, the son of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. Now he was not our the great Hillel that we are familiar with. But he was the son of Rabbi Huda Anasi. He was actually a prince. He lived in the around the years 200 CE. And Hillel, with his brilliance and mathematical knowledge, he established our year cycle to be a 19-year cycle. And he integrated into the 19-year cycle a, a seven leap years per 19 years. So every couple, just about every three years, we would have a leap year, which meant that every couple of years, we would have an additional one month, an additional leap year, an additional month in the, uh, in the Jewish year, so that our festivals will always fall out at the correct time of the, um, of the seasons. Now, one may ask, Rabbi, why in the world can't we just keep this Jewish, the Jewish uh, year, why can't we keep the Jewish calendar a simple group calendar just like the Gregorian calendar? Why do we have to get so complex and follow the seasons of the moon? And why do we have to follow the lunar calendar as well? And the answer to that is that the Jewish nation, in essence, are compared to the moon. We are a nation that wax and wanes. We are a people that our brilliance comes out when we mirror the great light of God. We are compared to the moon. We are not compared to the sun. We are compared as a nation that, although we may seem to slowly dissipate and disappear, sooner or later we will show up again and we'll show up strong and bright and be proud. And that is one of the most 
powerful messages that we need to remember for ourselves of who we are and what we're here to do. We may see ourselves sometimes being strong and growing and doing great, and then we may see ourselves waxing and waning, we may see ourselves going down and not necessarily being so strong. And what we need to remember and integrate into ourselves is the ability of waxing and waning. We're like a moon. And our brilliant, our, our, when we are the brightest is when we mirror the great light of Hashem. That is when we shine the brightest. So this mitzvah that we, uh, we spoke about today, the concept of the new moon, was actually the first mitzvah that was given to the Jewish nation as a nation, and we find it in this week's Torah portion of Parashat Bo, where the Jewish nation are commanded to establish the new moon, of to announce the new moon, and to um, to recognize the seasons that uh, the Hebrew calendar falls out in. So. That's for today, and I thank you for joining me. I hope to see you next time. Keep well. You've been listening to another edition of Torah and Tequila with me, Rabbi Gadi Lili. I thank you for joining me, and I hope to be in touch with you guys again. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and email me at rabbig at lechaimcenter.org. Have a great day.